Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. are very welcome along to the unpopular opinion podcast my name is jen and i'm carla and this week we have nadia daily self as our guest welcome nadia hello thank you for having me thanks for coming on so you're um i i can't take my eyes off you when i'm watching your stories all about your travel i think it's fair to say and i said carla as well before we start i was like i think i might end up dozing off now because your voice is just one of those so soothing <laughs> Oh, really? Thank you. Um, I think I've got quite a masculine voice. Maybe that's why. But um, no. yeah, my stories have definitely changed over the last few months. Like it's, it couldn't be more different. I was never at home. And now obviously we're all, we're all at home. So it's, it's been, yeah, it's been quite different. Quite different. Well, come here. Right. Putting COVID aside, because a lot of the questions that we have are about general travel and your, you as a well-traveled woman yourself would have a lot of info under your belt. So I think for the purposes of the podcast, for just for when we get back to normal, will we just go with the info and the, the general stuff? Yeah. We'll forget we'll forget pandemic <laughs> ever happened. Yeah, we'll pretend like, I mean, we all know that the travel realm is going to change. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. Definitely no one knows what's going to happen. So I think it's slightly redundant to kind of try and make some predictions. Obviously, you, I've seen, so... Nadia, you're a travel writer. I am, yeah. And that so, is your tr- trade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Run down on you. On you. Give, give That's a bio. my job. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of see it like I, I kind of test out holidays for other people. A lot of people think that I, I'm just on holiday all the time, but it, like, I, can't, I have stopped trying to persuade people that it's not just a holiday because that's what it looks like, obviously, on my Instagram. But... Um, a work trip is very different and you know you're always on somebody else's itinerary someone else's time and you're kind of you don't really get to choose where to go or why you're there and and what to do and that kind of stuff so it's very different but um yeah I do kind of test out holidays for other people and then I can share what's good because you know most people only get to take one big holiday a year if even Mm -hmm. so you you don't want to be finding out on that one big holiday year, you want to do all your research in advance. So that's kind of why I, I do the hard work <laughs> so you don't have to. Um, yeah. And I kind of got into it in a funny way. I I was a makeup artist as well. I was a moolah. And um, I started beauty writing. We love writing. a here. <laughs> yeah. We love a 
there's actually not many of my old MUA friends who are still doing it. It's a hard job. Uh, so fair play. Um, but uh, yeah, I started writing my beauty and I was a beauty editor for a magazine. And then a trip, it was a weekly supplement. And um, my friend was the editor and a trip came in to go wine tasting in Spain for three days. And because it was a weekly magazine, she couldn't take three days off. So she said, did I want to go? And I was like, do you, sorry, do I want to go wine tasting in Spain for three days? Yeah, obviously. So I did it. And um, I was freelance. I've been freelance even before I did this and I just loved it. And she said, well, why don't you, you know, try and do more of this? And I, I just started pitching to different papers and magazines. And then I realized, you know, I wanted to post more of my pictures and stuff. When you write for a newspaper, like they post or they print one or two of your pictures and it's on like crappy newspaper paper. So it doesn't even look mm-hmm. great. So I started to use my Instagram and my blog. And now about five years later, it's way more social than anything else yeah. everybody wants digital and instagram is where people go to get inspiration for their holiday i think so yeah, yeah definitely oh 100 i mean the amount of times even when i think it's funny because obviously i do makeup but i was kind of a person that took a lot of trips before all of this and uh <laughs> and that was something that people it'd be kind of like my second most Talked about thing. talked about thing, I suppose, and it was a weird one because it's like you don't want to be like travel because I mean I think me and you have talked about this before, Jen and Nadia probably. Like the worst thing I hate, or one of the things that I hate the most about Instagram is when you click onto someone's page and it's like food, travel, stuff, and you're like you go on two oh. holidays a year, packaged, chill, chartered flights out. <laughs> so like I never wanted to be like, oh, travel. But yeah. then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I do travel probably more, a little bit more than like an average human would. Well, I mean, even the way you go about a, a trip, the way that you shop around for a trip wouldn't be like me, basic little plain Jane, into Cassidy travel with you, pay off your holiday by the month until you go, that kind of thing, yeah. you know, whereas you would like shop around, do your bits, get like the cheapest flights and you'd know all the ins and outs and stuff like I would beat the neck of me <laughs> to say I went to the in 2018 and then put a, li- put a little pin and yeah, travel and then pin the in bio. Like that would be notions now. I think it is. It's kind of one of those people. And I think that's so many questions came through asking how did like how did you Nadia get into travel writing and like how did you get into quote unquote free holidays it sounds yeah it sounds like (laughs) a dream job you often you often see that coming up on uni lad a company are paying two grand for you to go to the Maldives for four weeks like (laughs) to apply yeah well it's all well and good when you can travel but it's not great now is it (laughs) so more for me yeah but you know what like it does annoy me when I see fashion or beauty bloggers or influencers who do that like you say Carla and say you know lifestyle travel, travel. You're like, no you went on one press trip or you went on a holiday with your boyfriend it's not the same and it's quite embarrassing because yeah. sometimes if, if they do get asked to go on a trip they'll be like oh so can I bring my boyfriend or photographer and they're like no you can't bring your boyfriend to work like it's not a holiday <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's, it's quite different. But I loved watching when you were away on that big trip in South America, Central America. Um, but I was a bit annoyed that you didn't post a lot. <laughs> I suppose, like, there's not really – it's hard when you're on the road. And then you've no internet yet. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult, especially when you change your countries as well, because, like, if you get one SIM card and all the rest of it. But um, I loved watching it. 
And I tell you one thing, I th- what I realized myself about that, I remember thinking this is going to be great. Like this is going to be a huge thing, blah, blah, blah. It's so much fucking work. Oh, replying stressful. to people, answering questions, talking them through the region, talking them through what you're doing, talking through like what the kind of ins and outs were, because that that's why like looking back now, I'm like my content was so shit. But then at the same time, I'm like, I was also not there for fucking Instagram. I paid 100% for that. And it was just me kind of documenting Mm. my, I suppose. But you were, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you are the person who put me onto G Adventures, which is the company that I chose to travel with. And that's how I found G and how I kind of trusted them, I suppose. So it goes to show, it definitely influences. Mm. Do you know, I was supposed to be going on a trip with them tomorrow to to Morocco. um, And it wasn't actually a, a work trip. I... I did a trip with them last year to Jordan and it was loads of hiking and most people on the trip didn't know each other before we started and we just got on really well and then we were like, let's do another trip together. So we all got to go to Morocco to climb the highest mountain in North Africa uh, tomorrow. And uh, yeah, (laughs) but I loved it. No, I don't think I'm going. I don't know. I haven't checked the flight, but um, (laughs) imagine I just turned up to the airport tomorrow. Um, But yeah, like I, I, I love that kind of travel where a lot of the stuff is taken care of. So you don't really have to think too much about the logistics. Like mm. I know you and Tom are great at the planning element of it. I I don't really love – well, I think it's because I never really had time to plan before because I'd be on a trip. I, can't, I wouldn't really be able to be in, you know, Morocco thinking about Iceland or whatever. So I love those ones where all of the logistics is taken care of for you all the internal flights, all your transfers, all that kind of stuff. But then you still have, you know, free time and freedom to, to do other stuff. And like, usually with like-minded people as well. I know group trips are definitely not for everybody. I know. And it's a funny, it's a funny thing because I think there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of this kind of like return of the solo trip. And I do think like, it's particularly great if you are the kind of person who enjoys that. I think there's certain trips you can take solo and there's certain trips that I definitely couldn't do solo. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I could be on a beach, no problem on my own. But if I was rambling around the city, I'd be really like lonely. I'd be like, oh. Oh, I actually think I would be the opposite. I think a city mm-hmm. would keep me occupied and have loads to do, but I think I might get a bit bored on the beach. I'd like somebody to drink a cocktail with. Yeah, see, I don't know. I'm just, I read books. Like when I go for those beach holidays, like that's just me. I'm on the, I'm on the beach. Yeah. I'm chilling out. You know what I mean? I've got a drink. <laughs> Go to the beach, beach, let's yeah, get away. Yeah, that's literally me. So <laughs> but like, you know I what? I think, keep myself entertained. I think that's how it's going to go, though, going forward. I think people will go to one place and stay there and, like, a beach holiday where, you know, you're not interacting with too many different people um, and stay for longer rather than how we used to travel, which was loads of little city breaks and... Um, you know, cheap flights, go for a weekend to Paris mm-hmm. or whatever. I I think it will be more your kind of style. So I think you're in luck. Yeah. Longer trips, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, longer. Like go on like one two-week holiday a year rather than loads of short breaks. That's that's my kind of jam. Like I I don't think I've ever gone on a city break. Really? No, I don't think I have. That's why I was like, I feel really unqualified coming into this conversation with the curios because I'm like, <laughs> no, not at all. Because like, the, no, but I, that's so important because people have different styles yeah. of traveling. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why it's really important to have you here as well, Nadia. And that's why we wanted to do one of these. Not only have me and Jen spoke about you <laughs> so many times on the podcast before, to the point where people were writing in being like, finally, you got your wish. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm serious. laughs> 
I was like, this is so embarrassing. Well, sorry, um, can I say, you never actually asked me before. <laughs> this is the first time. No, I know. It never lined up. I don't know. I'm it was. It was always something else. Like, anyway, shut up, Nadia. But <laughs> anyway, Nadia, so embarrassing. But um, it never lined up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it was. It either never lined up or something else kind of like happened. But I do think it's really important because like, how come you haven't ever done a city break? I just don't like, I'm, like that. I'm the type of person to just go into Cassidy Travel. Yeah. And like not even think about and I, I'd love to I really mm. would like it, the the likes of um Krakow and yeah. Amsterdam I would I'd love to do it I just it's just never been like if I'm going to spend money going and I know you can do it really cheap mm-hmm. but if I'm going to spend money going away I just would like a sun holiday yeah just that yeah let's go fucking to Benidorm you know that kind yeah. of thing <laughs> like do you know that it's just me. It's, it's just I think that's life. fair enough because you can just switch off on on those trips. Like it's yeah, kind of that's the thing. Familiar and you know sometimes it's a little bit like work when you go to a, a city and you have to. Everyone's like, oh, you have to see this, you have to go yeah. there, and you're like, yeah, oh, Jesus Christ, really, I just want to relax. Yeah, it's not really a holiday. No, actually, okay, two thousand and I don't know what year it was. January, one of the years, we did go to Manchester to see a match. <laughs> Still a city break. Yes. There you go. I've had a city break. No, you don't have a city <laughs> no, break. No, we literally just stayed in the fucking Holiday Inn because we had no money. It was January and we weren't expecting this trip. It was bad. So you had a great time. But sure, oh, I was grand, yeah. But don't no, you always come back from city breaks more tired? Wrecked. Oh, yeah. definitely. Wrecked. Yeah. You got stupid, stupid flight too. times as well. Oh, yeah. always ridiculous. Yeah, you're getting up at Rhino. three in the morning. and the, Yeah, and then yeah. well, we oh. went on the ferry. So like, oh, yeah. oh, even like the ferry is knackering. I've only done the ferry once. I like the ferry. Do you? I well, See, I love a boat. And um, I, I like the fact boat, that you yeah. don't have to, you know, worry about your bags and your liquids and all that if, you, if you're going by car on the, on the boat. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I love it. It's relaxing. And then the train, you get yeah, to go on the train yeah. as well, which is so exciting. No, I didn't no. go on a train. I got on a coach at okay. Dublin Port. We drove onto the boat oh. and drove off the boat and drove from Hollyhead to Manchester. So oh. that was oh well travelled. <laughs> I've been places. Jen's gonna put a pin in her bio now. Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Slash Zikinthos. <laughs> um so what was so you and so three days in Spain that was your first foray mm. I suppose yeah into um into travel yeah writing yeah and then, and then how did I scale from there so then I what I decided I wanted to do was stuff that wasn't written about in Irish media so like you know you can there's a million stories about the Canaries or the east coast of America like if, no one needs to know more about New York or Tenerife like it's all there so um, I was like, right, I need to seek out different things that aren't really being written about as much in Ireland for Irish tourists or travellers. Um, so the next one I did was something called the Yacht Week. And it's these um, sailing yachts, basically, in the Mediterranean. And just sailed around Greece with, you know, a load of cool young hot like skippers and all this kind of jazz I was, I was obviously younger at the time and um I started just to do find different kind of trips like that so like the G Adventures ones and I suppose in the last five years I've been to every continent with my job well apart from Antarctica that was kind of the plan for this year but um 
yeah, it's brought me, it's brought me all over the place and to do things that I never thought I would do. And it's, it's kind of also carried me into what I'm doing now, which is a lot of wine stuff because I've visited loads of wine regions around the world. So, um, they'd be kind of one of my favorite trips because anywhere that grows wine grapes is always a beautiful location and they always have amazing food as well as the wine. Um, and, you know, the climate is always lovely. Mm. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of just over time has changed. And to be honest, last year I had decided that I actually wanted to do more staycations anyway. I didn't think this was how it was going to come about, but I did start flying this. So, um, yeah, so my plan was to stay in Ireland more in, in 2020. And, and here I am. <laughs> Well, here you are. <laughs> here I am. Yeah. Go on, so, girl. Um, because do you know what? Like, I have travelled all over the world, but there's so much in Ireland that I haven't seen. And even before all of this, in January, I I had a camper van for a week, and I went up to Donegal, and I had like such a ball. Like it was it, it was ridiculous because we've no heating, we've no water, we've no electricity in the van, but and it was you know zero degrees, it's freezing, but we just had the best week ever, um, and and you kind of forget how good it is in Ireland. I know everybody complains that it's expensive to holiday in Ireland, but it's not if you go off peak in January to Donegal in a camper van. Like there are ways around it, you know? Yeah. From Tuesday to Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that is one of the things. And it was, um, I don't know who it was. Somebody said to me, they were like, you know, Ireland is going to be very much your spot. If you ever do decide to have kids, because it's just such a fucking nightmare to try and get them away and figure out somewhere that suits them and kind of you think mm. so much about it so I remember thinking right okay so not not that I've had it in my brain I want to get a lot of my foreign travel done but I think it's it's one of those things that once I feel like once you start putting your money into going away it becomes really addictive oh and like my number one thing when I'm away is that I'm already planning my next holiday. You've said this a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. I'm always, it's like, it's, it's like a compulsion in me. I'm sitting somewhere and then I'm like, I can't wait to do this. And it's like, okay, well just, well, how about you enjoy your surroundings right now? Mm. And why Chill do you out, think that is? Bro. Why are you thinking about the next place? I think it's a level of, you enjoy yourself so much more when you're out of here. Well, I, I, I feel like I'm the best version of me when I'm in a different country. <laughs> And I feel like I'm the kind of person I'm when I'm working, I'm incredibly dedicated to work and I'm a real like I stick my head down and that's what I do. And I give my all and I give way to I know myself, I give way too much emotional attachment and too much actual physical attachment that I am. fuck When I stand on when I board that plane, I'm fucking wrecked. Like I know I'm wrecked. So it's a kind of a, it's a relief and it's everything else like that. And I'm just one of those people. If I'm in Ireland, I can't relax. There's nothing worse for me than having a week in Ireland with nothing to do at home. You know the way some people relish that. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that. I always okay, have to so be doing you, something. Be, mm. Yeah, but Gender then look at you, you like your beach. You like your beach holidays where you do nothing. Is that does that count as doing something because you're on the beach? Because I'm on the beach and I'm reading and I feel like yeah. it's hot. Because okay. I, I, it's so funny. I feel like if Ireland had a different climate, maybe I'd feel differently. Yeah, because when it's warm over here, it's like I've had a proper break. Like that Easter weekend that we had, and it was we had Friday to Monday off because of um, Easter Sunday and Good Friday and all that crack. And it was warm. Do you remember how warm it was? Yeah, it was like eighteen hot. degrees, and it felt like I'd had a proper break. 
Mm. I find it easier to switch off, I think, when it's warm because you get to go outside, I can read a book, I can do any of that kind of stuff. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, I mean, I know myself, I'm like, I really need to grow up a little bit and kind of cop on because I'm never <laughs> going to, like, if I just keep putting money, in, like, I know everyone's like, you'll never spend a, what is the fucking saying? Like, you're never going to spend a euro on travel that will be a euro wasted. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, there is other goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, talking about house deposits. Yeah. Sitting there and I'm like, oh, Don't the places we it. could go. When <laughs> he oh only said it to gosh. me earlier, he was like, the places we could go with that money. And I'm like, oh, I know. We can't do it again. <laughs> we did it once before. We can't oh, do it again. Do it. Do it. Well, you can't really do it right now, so you've no I can't do I think that's the only thing. This is, and it's so funny, all my friends said to me, they were like, if COVID didn't happen, I'm not so sure you'd be on the path that you're on right now. No, I don't think anyone will be. I'm in the same position. We were with saving as well, and we're finally really getting on now because we just can't fucking spend money. So it's all going into the saving. So Mm -hmm. it's... But Nadia, you were clever and you bought young. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, it's that was back when I was in Mua. Maybe I was making too much money then. I bought an apartment when I was Mua money. So I'm here 10, 10, 10, yeah. So now I'm here 10 years. So I'm, and it's, I'm just totally different now. Like I would, they'd laugh at me if I asked them for a mortgage now, but ha, I already have one. <laughs> so no, I don't need <laughs> In your face, I'm not paying it, but no, I'm joking. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't stop but, me <laughs> can't stop me but um I actually this is the longest I've ever spent in in 10 years probably actually in my home in Ireland so I I do feel like you know this is, this is where I am now and I would find it crazy now to be off to the airport every few days like it was uh, at one point I was doing so much travel that you know that that feeling when you wake up in a different bed and you don't know where you are for a few seconds. Yeah, I I was getting that, but during the day when I was awake, so I was I'd be in a car driving from one place to the next and going, "What country am I in?" Like it got yeah, to that point. Am I? <laughs> I, I swear <laughs> to God, and like things you think that everywhere is so different. Now a lot of places are really similar. Like they look the same. Like, they have the same feel, so trees, similar. mountains. Everything looks the same. And I was just like, oh, uh, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I actually can't imagine. I look at you say, yeah. So there was one stage last year. I think it was just after the cruise. Oh, yeah. Before. And you were you were back and then you were off again. And then I'd be watching um, the Ungraceful Guide as well. And they're always off on different places. I had one fucking stopover coming from Greece to Dublin <laughs> as a stop in Berlin I think and I was I don't know where I was another city break you have been on <laughs> to Berlin never left the airport but you've been there that's the thing isn't it the airport it could be anywhere in the world oh no sorry it wasn't even Berlin it was Brussels <laughs> <laughs> it's like weird airport yeah Br- Brussels so and then I and like that the one stopover I didn't know where the fuck I was so I can't imagine the amount of traveling that yourself and the likes of Ungraceful Guide and, and that do I'm just like how do they keep track I'd forget. I forget. But, See, they, you know, they yeah. do it so slowly. It's great because they really fully get into a place. You know, they learn so much about it and the culture, and they're there for a long time. Whereas, because they're traveling, like that's their kind of life. Where I was, yeah, tra- doing trips for work, so it would be and there back, and back, there yeah. and back. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so it's a lot of coming back to Ireland, unpacking, repacking, and then going to different destinations. Like, I'll be, I flew from Canada where it was snowing to Mexico, and I'd have to bring the both stuff for both climates with me and stuff like that. Like, I, in all my years of traveling, I've never got good at packing. I hate packing. So it's quite nice to not be living out of a suitcase for. Yeah. Yes. I haven't missed you that. You can actually bit. put your clothes away. <laughs> can I actually, well, they're kind of on a floor drip moment, but uh, I could put them away if I was so chips. Yeah. If, yeah. I, if I felt that way, I would do it. Yeah. Such an anxiety, though, packing for somewhere oh. when you don't know. Oh, it's, it's Isn't horrible. It? And that's what, like, that's what I'd be thinking as well with a, a city break. I'd be like, what do you pack? What's the climate going to be? Like, you know, when you're not going like high summer, a city break is the worst. Packing for you yeah. that will ever ever come across because you're let's not lie you're on Reiner generally you're going to be on Reiner which means you're going to have your one baggage your one check-in case yeah. and in that you have to bring like two pairs of comfy shoes possibly a pair of heels then like jeans a couple of tops oh it's it's a nightmare and you know you're not going to wear the heels because you're walking all day no. your feet are going to be killing you and but you feel like you have to bring them and then you've got the liquid situation and then is the ha- oh. is the hotel going to have a hairdryer can you get away yeah. with not washing your hair for the weekend? Like, all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're like, how much dry shampoo? Yeah. 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 You have to buy your dry shampoo in the airport because you can't bring a big enough one through security. Like, it's stressful. It's very stressful. It is. It's actually, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Jesus, and thank God. And I do get that big anxiety before I go. Before I go anywhere, I get a big anxiety being like, do I really want to do this when I could just stay in my room? Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do I really want to go away when I could just actually sit here and stay in my room? So, I've felt that when I, when I've got somewhere though, you know, it's like I, I flew to um, New Zealand last year, and it's you know the furthest away from Ireland you could, you could be it takes you know over twenty four hours to get there, and when the first night when I got there, I was like, what am I doing here? I actually had to think like I'm so out of it after that flight. And I'm on the other side of the world. I'm completely alone. I'm here for six weeks. Don't know anyone. Don't know what I'm doing. No plan. And I could have just stayed at home where everything was easy and safe and, you know, all the rest of it. But it is that the anxiety you're talking about is like the fear of the unknown and, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. And it is kind of sometimes can be a little bit of a scary experience. I mean, you have been doing it for 10. So you've been you've been writing for 10 years. Yeah. Five years. writing for ten years. Five years, sorry, five years. Five. So you were doing, you were, but you've been writing, I suppose, magazines. Would that be for yeah. ten? Or is that right. yeah? And I think it's kind of one of those things. I feel like, you know, when you're talking about being a writer, it's one of the most enviable parts. Everyone's like, I'd love to be a travel writer, but then it kind of goes back to the amount of work that you have to put into it because obviously, when you're traveling, you're taking everything in. Mm-hmm. So it's not a case where you're like, I'm going to go and get a bit pissed tonight. Not really sure what they tell me about this wine or this food or this restaurant. You know, I'm just a bit pissed. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, have, I do have those nights. <laughs> I can't say it. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Like I do get people ask, people DM me all the time and say like, I would love to do this. And I, you just, it's hard to explain, but you're you're experiencing everything when you're there. But then when you come home, then the work starts because obviously you have to then do whatever content creation you're doing, whether it's writing for a newspaper or or putting a video together or whatever it might be. So it's 
you know, the real work kind of starts when you get home. Um, mm. And they always ask, like, how, how do I get into it? And I'm, I would tell them if, if I could, but I actually, I don't know. And the thing is, it's, it's not for everybody. And I've been on trips with other travel writers, travel journalists, travel media, and they don't even enjoy it. You have to enjoy the journey. You have to literally enjoy being in the airport, getting on flights, all the rest of it. And um, being, being on planes. Yeah. Like I love flying. Um, and you have to be able to go with the flow. So if you're not someone who can just roll with the punches and if there's a flight delay or if your bag gets it goes missing or, um, you know, something goes wrong, which it always does, it's not the industry for you. And there's been loads of people that I've travelled with who need to know exactly what's happening at every minute of the day. So before they go, they want the itinerary planned out to the last hour and you kind of can't do that because things change. If the weather changes or whatever, something's cancelled. Um, so you have to be someone who is laid back and isn't going to let those things irritate you. Otherwise, it's not going to be an enjoyable job for you. And yeah. honestly, I haven't met that many people. In, in, and I've obviously met loads of people who travel for a living. And lots of them don't even enjoy a lot of it. And they're always they're moaning and complaining. And I just look at them and think, so many people would love your job. Why are you doing this? It's, you want to be at home or like they they miss their kids or they miss their boyfriend. And I'm thinking, mm. why did you choose to be here? You know, lots of people would love to be in your position right now. So yeah, I suppose that leads nicely into my oh. next question. Do you feel like it has an expiry date? My job personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Um, I always said I would stop when the novelty wore off and it did start to wear off a bit last year. I, I did say, like, mm. if, if I'm not enjoying it anymore, then it's not for me. I only want to do a job that is, is enjoyable. That's that's the only way I can feel like work isn't difficult, is if I'm enjoying it. So I said if the novelty were off, I would stop. So I did slow down. I took, like, a bit of time off over the summer. Um, and then I started to get itchy feet again, and I started to do more. But I never did the kind of crazy traveling that I was doing before where I would... I mean, literally come back from a trip, unpack, repack, and go back to the airport the next morning. And I'd be, there was one point I was in three continents in one week. So I, and that's too much. Like it, that is too much. And I don't think, I don't know if people will ever travel like that again, but um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't enjoying it. So I slowed down and I, I was more careful about the trips I said yes to because when it was someone writes you and offers you this trip it's so hard not to just say yeah actually do you know what I've, I've already got enough on next month I can't and they're always quite last minute um so I was uh, obviously when you're starting out and stuff you say yes to everything but then I was kind of being a little bit more picky and choosy about the ones that I wanted to do or else I'm saying to them you know you know what that flight doesn't suit me I want to arrive in the day before and have a night first before we start and I was kind of doing it a little bit smarter um but yeah like you said you know if if you ever have kids in the future like that's not going to be an option for me to travel the way I was and now that I've spent all this time at home and have thoroughly enjoyed being at home I don't really have the desire to travel as much as I used to but I mean there's definitely still so many places that I'd love to go back to and I think that's that's what will be the motivator for me after all this 
it probably won't be as many new places. I think I'll go back to the ones that I know I loved um, because it's, there's less yeah, risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, less risk. Did you know what I mean? Like, you, you, could, you, you could go and have a shit time in a new place, yeah. but you could go back to somewhere that, you know, go back to Benidorm. You, you had a great time there, so you're gonna, probably going to have a good time again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, I'll go so back true. to Tenerife, or like, you'll probably go back to Greece, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, yeah. It's like ordering something new off a menu, isn't it? You get oh, a bit of shit. Fair, right? yeah. Fucking yeah. VM, like. <laughs> Do you know? What I mean, so, it is fair. Can you give us examples, like, because obviously people would like some recommendations as well. Yeah. On good places, would like top three. What would you like to revisit? Oh, that's a good one. Um. I know. I didn't even think I was going to ask. Oh, it. I, I was like, "That's a very good question." Jen, Jen. Go. look at you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're good at this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You've done this before. Okay, so uh, I went to South Africa earlier this year. I've actually been to South Africa for the past three years, and I've we always kind of had a couple of days in Cape Town, but not a whole lot, and. I adore it. I absolutely love it. So I would love to go back there and just stay there for two weeks, stay in Cape Town because in Cape Town you have everything quite near. You've you're really close to the wine regions. You're you're at the coast and the beach. You've got um, mountains, hiking, nature, literally everything, nightlife, the whole lot. So I would go back to South Africa and stay in Cape Town and like really get a feel for it. Um, okay. I, I just I absolutely love their food and drink. Is probably some of the nicest, apart from the Mediterranean, where obviously food and drink is great. In South Africa, it's just it's just excellent, like really good quality and cheap as well when you get there. So obviously it's far, but um, once you've paid for your flights, when you're in the country, it's very cheap. So that oh, would be definitely one of my top three. Um, I will be... Well, this is it's not really one to recommend, but personally, I'll be going back to Tenerife because I've gone there every year past, I don't know, 20-something years. My dad lives there now. So it's kind of like second home. And it's one of those places where I don't need to be looking for new things to do. It just mm. is what it is, you know? So easy. I, yeah, it's easy. Exactly. I don't have to, like, oh, find the most Instagrammable menu or whatever. It's just, I don't care. I'm just by the pool. You already know. Exactly. I know what's on that menu by the pool bar. (laughs) I know off my heart, so I can just go there and relax. Um, And let me think, where else have I been? I'd really want to do a sailing trip. So I love love being on the water. I love boats. I love swimming and everything. So I would either want to do it in, if it was in the summer, it would be... um, Probably Greece or else the Balearic Islands. So like around mm. um, Mallorca. Mallorca is absolutely beautiful. And people like, obviously always go to uh, Ibiza. But Mallorca, I don't think is as popular for Irish tourists. And it's stunning and it's cheaper and there's, you know, less people there. And there's gorgeous beaches, gorgeous food and everything. I went to Palma for a couple of nights earlier this year. But again, it was just two nights work trip. So that's another place that, having seen a little bit of it, I'd love to go back and spend more time. But you can you can travel by boat between the islands. So that's yeah. something that I'd really love. And Greece is amazing for that as well, because as you know, all the beautiful islands in Greece, it's gorgeous. And you can, by, when you go by boat, you can, you've got access to, to like these tiny little fishing coves and places that 
there really yeah. aren't that many tourists and stuff, which is lovely. Um, although saying that, I when I was doing all the sailing trips, I thought I wouldn't love cruising. I was always one of those people who said, oh, no, I don't think cruise should be for me. Like, I, I like to be close to the water, as in you can jump off the boat literally into the sea. But then I went on a couple of cruises and I actually loved it. Um, and I they much preferred. Amazing. Yeah. They're so they much so fun. <laughs> and I did one on my own, <laughs> which is a bit weird in um, in the Mediterranean. Which so the first one was in the Caribbean, and I had a friend with me. And the second one was in Med alone. And I actually preferred the Mediterranean because the locations I think were closer to each other, so you were able to see more mm. on land. Um, and there's more was history this in that. Creole- yeah, this was celebrity. Was this- yeah, celebrity was to, in, in the med. Yeah, and then that was um, were you off the coast of Spain and stuff, and you went to yes. Venice and stuff like Venice. We started brain, in having a brain fart here. <laughs> Spain, <laughs> Spain, and that's it. Now, um, where? What's the other one that begins with an S? What's Valencia in Spain. Valencia, that's the one. Yeah. She, there you go. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I'm just after walking out of my wreck. Yeah, it started in it started in Barcelona and ended in Rome, and, and we did France in between as well. So um, it went to Ibiza. We had a full day in Ibiza. Like arrived because you travel, the boat goes overnight. So we arrived in at, I think eight in the morning and didn't leave till midnight. And I had a friend who lives there, so I was able to like see her for the day. And that's a long time, but. When you do, I did a Royal Caribbean cruise in Caribbean, obviously, and um, you would only get like a few hours at each place. And to be honest, like all you're going to see in that time is a beach and they're going to look pretty similar, you know. Whereas I did another trip years ago where I spent six weeks kind of island hopping around the Caribbean. It's very difficult to do. It's not like in Greece. I wouldn't recommend it because it's like terrible flights and stuff. But anyway... Um, mm. you need to spend a little bit longer in each of those islands to really get a feel for it and to kind of yeah. scratch the surface. So if you were to do a med- uh, Caribbean cruise, it's kind of just for the experience and it's a bit glam and everything. But it's quite far to go if you're going from Ireland to just yeah. see some beaches, you know? Whereas I totally recommend the the, um, the Mediterranean one. But, you know, things are, I don't know, things will definitely be different. And people say that people won't cruise again. People are dying to get back on cruises. Like they, I, yeah. people are diehard cruise fans, and they as soon as bookings open, they'll oh, yeah. straight back on. Absolutely, I think yeah. tough for them though with like the buffet rules and all of that kind of yeah. the stuff that people really enjoyed about I know. cruising. I think which is like you know having their buffets. I have to say, from traveling around and kind of, I've done a variation of like packages. I'm sure you have as well, Nadia, of like packages versus like yeah. solo trips. The people that love a buffet. <laughs> are really into a buffet oh yeah <laughs> like buffet people are a kind of people right yeah. yeah and like they know what they're doing like i i'm overwhelmed with a buffet i don't like them i love a buffet now oh i hate i them. don't search out a buffet but i like a buffet <laughs> <laughs> like, you're jimmy, like i'm not a buffet person jimmy chong's how are they gonna That's you know what they'll be all right because they'll just have screen and somebody will have to serve you rather than you handling the spoon yourself they've had time like because they've had to close and really think about this i think they'll have had time to come up with some good solutions because they can't get rid of your face oh, no. No. I don't think, yeah i think they'll figure out some kind of way but i, th- I think it is it's going to be 
you know, and again, like buffet people, they like have their plates. They know what they're doing. They're doing their fruit round. They're yeah. doing their starter mm. round. They're doing their hot meats round. Then they're doing their cold salad round. Then they're, you know, it's yeah. absolutely crazy. But you um, have to do it right because otherwise you end up like, oh, yeah. you know, on your first day when you're really excited and you put everything on the one plate and then you'd like a bit of some pineapple with like some sauce and pasta in your chips. Like it's all over the place. But then... Then you, have, you watch those people and you're like, oh, okay, so we'll do a little right, salad or soup first, right? Okay, and then we're going to go cheese. We don't put the right. soup on the beef, okay. <laughs> yeah, and it makes you're it really of it. Yeah. Yeah, You're like, okay, I see what this guy over here, I see what yeah. he's got going on. Right, so I don't love need to come back there on my pizza, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> no, just want to double check that one. Right, so... You've given us your top three. Give us your bottom, bottom three. three. I was going to say, oh. you what, what's, what comes up, what's come down. Yeah. Right. Um, Venice, actually, is one of mine because I just did not like it. It was, I went in winter, so, so it was a bit dreary, oh. wet and grey and rainy and all the rest So of it. it was Bruges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I actually loved to go to Bruges, but I, I looked at it last year and it was kind of difficult to get there. Anyway, um, right. didn't really like a bit smelly, a bit dirty and... And then when, of course, like in summer, you've got similar problems like, because it's when it gets hot, it's sunny as well. Um, yeah. I've heard just that too, too many tourists yeah. and I did not right. get the romance of it. Now, I was with an ex-boyfriend, so maybe maybe that's why, but didn't have a great time. Um, then Possibly. Berlin, definitely right. don't like Berlin. Been twice and I thought like the second time. Interesting. You know, give it a chance. And everyone raves about Berlin. Like people, I've never had a really to go to Berlin. Oh, it's so great! I just so I don't know what it is. It, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like That's how I feel about it. Yes. And, yeah, and everything is so spread out. Like it takes twenty minutes to get everywhere, and I don't see the appeal. Now I'm not into nightclubs, so maybe I'm missing out something there. But it's too cool. Like. The, the hipster vibe is to try hard and everyone's it's, trying it's to like, out cool yeah. each other, you know? Yeah, um, I feel like I feel like Berlin really is one of those places. I see people go and like everything that they do there, I wouldn't want. Mm. So I'm like, why do I feel like I need to go to fucking Berlin to take it off a list when it's clearly somewhere? Like again, I'm not a clubber. Tom's not a big drinker. So we wouldn't really be like, yes, pints for all. Yeah. You yeah, know? No. And that was how I felt about Amsterdam. But then again, that's how I felt about Amsterdam until I went to Amsterdam. Okay. Well, maybe. But I feel like I love Amsterdam. Yes, yeah, I love it now. Pretty. I totally get it. And it's pretty. It looks nice, and yeah. it's walkable. It is. It, yeah. it's, it's spread out, but it is kind of walkable in that kind of way. And I feel like I, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just because there were so many lads in my you know school who went there to just go and smoke a load of weed and stay in a hostel, and I just kind of mm. decided that that was what it was about. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yeah it's definitely much more so like. So, Jen's like, that's what I assumed it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, really expensive though. I will say Amsterdam. Right, okay. And final one. Oh, um, I'm not that I hate it, but I'm not a huge fan of New York. I think most people are either mm. East Coast or West Coast. I'm definitely an LA girl. Uh, yeah. The weather is better. The food's better. Just everything about it, I much prefer. But um, and I also just think like the, my. The things I like about New York are nightlife, and I can go to London for that, and it's like so much closer, and um, not really that much cheaper in the grand scheme of things because London is so expensive. But um, it's also less Americans in London, which is just nice. Um, <laughs> A lot less. But, yeah, do you know, like just America is not my favorite 
place. But I mean, there, there are definitely pockets of it that I absolutely love. But um, I'm not in any rush, even before this. I was in no real rush to go back to America. There's, there's, I feel like there's just a lot more in the world to see in America. Yeah, I can see that. I think, I think with America, it was always, I think for Irish people, America was the big trip. Yeah. yeah, it was like oh, to me. That's still like I went to Florida before, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get back to Florida. That was unbelievable. Yeah, like yeah. everything was just bigger, and it's yeah. different. Yeah, and it's such a culture shock. And it's like it's like on the telly. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it's it? exactly like on the telly. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, that's why people, I think, like that's their big trip. They love it, and I can see why people love it because it's not so much of a, you know, Australia is so far away, mm. unbelievably far away. But it's an English, there's that comfort of it being an English-speaking country. country. Yeah. And I feel like Irish people do really love that. So do people from the UK. But like I feel like Irish people really love having that kind of bit of comfort. But the sun is there, generally. Depends mm. where you're going. But most of the time, the, the sun will be there if you're timing it correctly. And, you know, it's mad. And like one of my favourite things to do is to go into a supermarket and just go through the see, supermarket. See what they sell. They yeah, sell magic. I actually had a dream last night that I was in an American supermarket. This is so weird. I, my friend said something to me about a country club yesterday, and I don't know how this ties in the supermarket, but it was kind of like a massive supermarket and Target as well. So I had like all the other shit, like not just food. And if you signed up to the country club, you got a discount. And I was trying, oh. I was trying to, to go on my Instagram stories to tell everybody. And, and for some reason, stories wasn't working properly. I had to keep re-recording it and it was deleted and I wouldn't post. I was trying to get on the Wi-Fi. And I just watched, because I wanted to show everyone like how I make like the big, massive things of juice and like how big their milk was. And like, <laughs> yeah. serious. Like, this was my like- dream last night. But it is so exciting. To, to just get a massive trolley and go around those aisles so like yeah what do you I think the it. size of their cans of beer like if they're <gasps> fucking enormous bizarre and like they don't look big on the TV but they fucking are they're yeah, huge they're even huge. their bottles of beer their bottles of coke everything is just twice the size as super size beer. yeah and then you come back here and you're just like oh hey dinky yeah <laughs> you're like oh 330 mils of diet yeah. coke what a rip yeah. <laughs> I could have got this for 99 cents yes. in America. <laughs> oh three times God. the size. And the fast food is so cheap, isn't it? Like, oh, just going stuff. through I all can, the drive-thrus, oh, drive-thru, everything. Like, even, do you know what kills me? McDonald's over there. And they do the ranch dip. Oh, yeah. Oh, drive-thru, drive-thru. Do you remember when they had the drive-thru Starbucks? I was in L.A., when it was a thing, the drive through Starbucks. And I remember being like, oh, so Ireland is so crap compared <laughs> to this. Come on, guys. Come on. We have one now. Is there, isn't, isn't there the drive Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> but they have drive through yeah, pharmacy. Drive-thru. <laughs> it took yeah. 10 years. <laughs> I know. drive through uh, liquor store. drive through gun, in a drive-thru gun shop. Yeah. yeah. You can literally do anything. Um, and it's so cheap. Yeah. Bastard. It is. It's kind of like I can kind of see though. I can, yeah, I can see why it's it's not New York for me. Is just oh fuck me. I, 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 and people are always like, "What do you mean New York's so special?" I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because we had to go a good bit when I was younger. Because obviously it's where my dad's from. Mm. I don't know if it's because my dad was from there. We obviously spend time in the Bronx and spend time in like the not so glam places. Yeah. I fucking hate New York, but then again, I am an LA girl and I lived in LA, so you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a touchy one, but I can see where you're going. I can yeah, see most people like much prefer one over the other. 
Um, yeah. And actually, yeah. I suppose all my three are all cities. So yeah, maybe I I like the you know space. And actually, Cape Town really reminds me of LA. There's something about it. It it's got a similar vibe, like the even the trees and the weather and everything, and, and the coastline mm-hmm. and, and some of the houses and stuff feel very like LA. And so I think maybe that's why I liked it. Very interesting. Um, so another question that kind of came through, and I think it's an interesting one because I suppose you've been travel writing for five years, but obviously you've been in journalism for 10 or so. What do you think that social media has done for the travel industry? Um, well, like I was saying about people finding their inspiration on Instagram, um, I think that's where people... Well, it, it depends what age group you're talking about. I think it's definitely where people under 40 look for their kind of inspiration. But then it's also ruined places because of that as well. So, you know, mm. when someone takes a picture of like Cappadocia in, in Turkey you know, that has the, the hot air balloons or those things, they've really only become so popular in the last however many years because of Instagram. And, and there's a place in Sri Lanka called Coconut Tree Hill. And I see it on people's Instagram stories and it's like a queue to, to take your photo or that place in Bali, you know, where everyone gets the, um, the, the picture. With the the lake. Like, yeah, it's like, um, I, it looks like there's water, but there isn't because they, they do some trick with a mirror and oh. it's like a temple. And then you've got those, ha- you know, the swing in Bali and all those kind of things like, that's not a real experience and that's the kind of downside of social media when it comes to travel because it kind of glamorizes these things that aren't even a thing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you, you didn't just stumble upon a swing and have a lovely swishy dress on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the wishing chair in Dublin Zoo. <laughs> you know, you're exactly. Like, yeah. You're like, we're getting a photo there. And there's a queue. Fucking... You get it on it every year. And the seat side and everything you fall over. Right, so fucking sit down. Like there's, uh, yeah, you don't. I suppose you don't think of that. I, like when I, if I, because I'm not travelled, I would see a photo of somebody in a lovely boho dress with lovely peachy mm. waves on a swing and go, no, isn't that the picture of yeah. absolute serenity? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's a fucking queue for that. Yeah, like, yeah. That swing. But and like, people stare at you while you swing. This is yeah. why we have coronavirus <laughs> everybody's on the swing <laughs> like yeah. this type of shit yeah but like they're literally yeah. selling a ticket like an entrance ticket to these things and you have a time time limit like and there is a queue of people and they are waiting for you to get your picture and come on now next and you know that person has spent all morning like doing their makeup and hair and, and having their dress design before they go and you're like that's I, to me anyway personally that's not what travel is about no like, no stay with me when i'm traveling like i'm sweating and like mm. i just you know I just, well, it's, it's, it's different because i have it to all in. Taking i all kind in, of yeah. um i and i've noticed on on graceful guys as well uh i know they you know when people take photos of stuff that you shouldn't really be taking photos of <sighs> yes. like in krakow isn't there quite a f- few people who take photos of places where like horrible shit happened. And yeah, well, like they do it in Berlin. People take selfies at the Holocaust Memorial. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, yes. and you're like, yeah, oh yeah, exactly. real cool, cool place. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. yeah, absolutely no it's respect. Uh, not cool, like. But uh, you'd be surprised mm. because on that trip I just did in, in um, South Africa this year, there was a journalist who, we were in a restaurant in one of the townships and the school kids came by, they were also getting the bus home after school and um, they were standing at the door of the restaurant kind of looking in, because obviously we're tourists, we look a bit funny and they're like smiling, waving and I was like, oh, is it alright if I go out and chat to them? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I left all my stuff inside. She comes out with a big camera and starts taking pictures of the children. I was like, please, oh. please, oh, what, like, what are you going to do with these please pictures? Like, yeah. <laughs> what's your thought process behind going to get your camera to take pictures of these children in a township like I don't get it <laughs> honestly half. how the other half live like so bizarre yeah. it's so bizarre but yeah, exactly like you say people doing stuff like that having no respect or like you know like breaking into places where they're not supposed to take pictures and stuff like there was there's these two massive travel influencers um, the boyfriend's photographer and the girl is well, I mean she looks like a model she's gorgeous and they were in India and they um, paid off one of the guards at this step well, which looks mm. really cool because it's this kind of structure where all the steps go down to a well. It's massive. And um, they defended kind of breaking in by saying, oh, look, we, like, you know, we gave him money and it's more than he would earn and all this. And they're like, oh. you've got a million followers. You've got a responsibility to not be doing shit like that. Like it's an ancient I was to say, thing. Well- Exactly. Like you're, you're, you've got a responsibility. The fact that you're promoting that you did that, other people will want to do it. That's exactly. why you're an influencer. Hello. Yeah, ex- exactly. And even do you know what? On a much, much, much smaller scale. Well, again, in South Africa, I went to the, the beach that has the penguins, and you, you actually pay in. Like the, the, it's all set up, you know, whole tourism thing. To pay in, they've got boardwalk and fences and everything. But I know that there is another beach where you can get pictures and you can go right up to the penguins. But you, you shouldn't do that. And while I was there, I got a few messages from people being like, who have been there, who are influencers, and are like, oh, did you not know that there's another one that you can go and you can get right beside the penguins? And I was like, I don't want to get right beside the penguins. You're not supposed to get right beside the penguins. And I'm hardly going to promote that to 30,000 people, am I? Like, mm. they have a little bit of cop on. But, you know, yeah. everybody, not everybody does, apparently. Um, can you recommend uh, t- some top companies that you would use just when you're not in work, obviously, like some of the top companies that you would use to kind of go about putting trips together? So like you said, G Adventures is one of them. Yeah. Celebrity yeah. Cruises also do incredible cruises. Yeah, Celebrity Cruises. That's, that looked unreal. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those ones that I looked at when you went on and I was like, 
tell me I want to go on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to say, um, and you know, when I go on those things, they didn't pay me to say that it's good. I can say whatever I like, but I, mm. you could tell, obviously I had a brilliant time and it was, it's kind of a little bit more uh, grown up and a little bit more premium than the other cruise that I went on. So yeah, like it's a new ship, the food is really good, service was good. I really like that. Um, I, I love the fact that G Adventures always have guides, local guides, wherever you go. Yeah, so, that's important. Yeah, and it also means that they're employing people in that country. So the money, a lot of the money that you spend, and they do this thing called um, uh, a ripple score, where they audit how much, so say your, your trip costs 1,000 euro, they'll audit how much of that money stays in the country. So, mm. yeah, like on local restaurants, hotels, guides, all of that kind of stuff, and they try to get everything between like over 90%, 95 to 100%, um, because... Mm. Yeah, it's really important for them to, to to be responsible with tourism. That's that's their gig, like, and they want it to obviously last forever. So they need to look after the people who are looking after you. So I really like I like to know like what the company is up to. Um, yeah. And then um, I also, I mean, I love to fly with Emirates. They are probably my favorite airline. Um, and if you're flying, if you're flying, well. I've been lucky enough to fly business with Emirates. And if you're, if you're flying out Dublin Airport, there's a new lounge called the East Lounge. And so it's for like most of the flights going east. And it's amazing. So much better than the Dublin Airport lounge or the other ones. Like gorgeous food that you can order from the menu and everything. So, but anyway, um, Emirates also do holidays, which a lot, a lot of people know about. So you can fly on Emirates airline, but then they, it's like a package holiday. So if you want to go to the Maldives or um, even just Dubai, they're all connecting Dubai. And then from there they go onwards, but um, yeah, they do the whole package and it actually works out pretty reasonable. So uh, yeah. If I'd... Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. 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 yeah so you don't yeah. have to just go to Cassidy oh, travel. Fuck you, Cassidy. <laughs> well, Cassidy, I won't be at you. I won't be at your door. Yeah. I'm going to Emirates. <laughs> yeah, and I so... think um, something that, Something that you speak about a lot, and I think it's really important as well, is like what you spoke about there about traveling responsibly. Mm. And I think not a lot of people, I don't know if it's because of Instagram or I don't know if it's because of the way they see other people traveling, but it's something that they don't really take into account. No, no. And they really don't. Um, and I sorry, think go. it's like, it's so difficult to kind of. I suppose I'm not going to be like, what's your top tri- tips for like traveling responsi- responsibly? But what is something that if you were, if somebody was asking you and was like, look, I've no idea. I've probably done a couple of things wrong or that I shouldn't have done in the past or that like don't really make sense economically or for the country. Like, what would you say are your main things to kind of consider if you are looking to, I suppose, take trips, but be a bit more conscientious, conscientious of it? I think one thing you have to think of, like the woman taking pictures of the kids, is not to do anything in a country that you wouldn't do at home. So would you take a camera out and take yes. photos of children around outside their school? No, you absolutely would not. So why do you think it's okay to do it there? Same with like littering and all that kind of stuff. So if you if you wouldn't do it at home, don't do it there. But also if you want to make sure that your money, because like travel can really be the biggest form of wealth distribution around the world. And that's it's going to be a massive problem, obviously, because people aren't traveling at the moment and, and a lot of countries that 
like almost completely relied on tourism will have very little income. So when we do travel again, you want to make sure that your money is staying there. So if you can book with book into like local uh, independent hotels, um, you can do homestays. You want to try and eat in mm. in local and independent restaurants as well, so that you know the people who live there are actually going to benefit from you going there rather than you know staying in the Hilton and just only eating in McDonald's or whatever. McDonald's, yeah, yeah, you know. And obviously, like if you want to get McDonald's, that's fine. I'm not saying I've eaten McDonald's all around the world. Sometimes you want your your home comforts, but in general, to try and make sure that your money is is going into that country and and it's going to help them and it's going to make your experience better as well. So it's really going to benefit everybody. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a really good point to make. I think it's funny because you don't think of those things though, do you? Like, you do and you don't think of those things, I suppose. You think, like... No, you usually just book a holiday and you're like, can't fucking wait five months. <laughs> get me back, pack me back. Like me, I probably wouldn't. Now, I usually eat in local restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff I wouldn't go over and just eat McDonald's like we usually go to but I wouldn't actually be thinking oh this is this of is the country no, yeah I'd be like oh this looks nice for me I, yeah you know I wouldn't be thinking this is pumping money into their economy I just don't like you forget something things. that I've never thought of before yeah because I yeah. think um there's this girl that I follow on TikTok and she does a lot of travel um, and I think TikTok's gonna be the new kind of life ruiner I suppose for traveling places yeah <laughs> because she was like top places that are literally paying you guys to come to their country oh and it's it's, and it's so like cheap. sicily and i'm like you do realize sicily's on its fucking knees it, it, it main bit, bit of revenue is tourism yeah. and it was like mexico again hello a really impoverished they're, country they're literally they are paying they're, you to like they, like they're on their fucking knees don't be almost as if like cool places that you can go because it's real cheap no, if you have the extra ten dollars to spend, please spend it because these people have no fucking livelihood. Money. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, when you see people like haggling with people over about ten cent, it means nothing to you, and you're like, give the mm. give the person the ten cent. You don't need to be, you know, haggling with this person in the market when you're away and stuff like that. But I, know, I totally understand what you mean, Jen, because like it's it's a holiday. You 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 know you don't want to be guilted into feeling like you're doing something wrong. Um, and you should be able to switch off. But like subconsciously, you probably are making the decisions anyway, you know? Yeah. Um, but definitely when, when booking... Want the, most people want the experience, don't they? They want yeah. the full, like if they're in Spain, they want the, yeah. you know, they want to eat at the tapas restaurant that's fabulous. Ah, yeah. and blah, they're blah, blah, in blah, Greece, blah. you want to go to a fucking place that sm- smashes plates on a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> you want the tzatziki. You want it. You, you want, want that. You want it. You, you want just a um, Another thing that you can so, do then is... is you can um you can offset your carbon emissions as well for flights if that's something that you want to do. So um Oh yeah, I've heard Fanula J D on this. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. interesting. So that's kind of cost- like I suppose in the new age. Yeah, definitely. It only costs a few quid um on top of your flight, but like you just go onto a website and you say like, Oh, I'm I'm flying economy, uh return, Dublin to whatever and the best thing you can do is try and get direct flights. It's it's um, takeoff and landing that uses the most fuel. So if you are doing a stopover somewhere, it's not as good as just going in one direct flight if you can. Um, so that's something that you, you can do and it, it does help. And you can choose where that money goes, whether it's reforestation or, or wherever. Um, but I mean, the, the airline industry got a lot of flack for carbon emissions, but 
it is only 2% of overall global emissions. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It is a nice idea, though, to offset your emissions. I really oh, yeah. Yeah. that. When I first saw it, I was like, ah, that's new. I like that. Yeah. Because it's something, and we've said this time and time again, like, you're not going to be able to help everything in the no. world. You're not going to yeah. be able to stop You'll have your everything. advice. You're going to have, like, everybody makes mistakes. and everybody, But if you're doing something, then, like, be praised for or praise others for doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't... 100%. Like, something know, is is 100% better than doing nothing, isn't it? So. Yeah, exactly yeah that's it because I, I hear so much or like, well I need to get off Facebook it's an absolute pick. but you'll see somebody who'll be talking about like doing the recycling properly and then it's like oh yeah sure sure yeah and then you've gone on your five holidays a year with your carbon emissions and all that it's like no that's not what that. it is stop yeah. that it's not it's just, that is so ridiculous because you could go on your five holidays a year and not recycle so is it not better to go on your final Yeah, Andrew's like, like exactly. come, on, come on. You're still going to fucking do it, aren't you? So, yeah. hello. Yeah, do um, get off Facebook. <laughs> yeah, oh, get off Facebook. Yeah, Jen, get off Facebook. Come on. Fucking come on. Hell. Jen's such a Facebook girl. Um, Nadia, I sent you a few questions earlier that we ask every guest when they pop into, well, most guests, that when we when they pop onto our podcast. Um, yeah. So I hope, you, I hope you've prepared. Your I, had a, I had a little think. Yeah, I'm glad you told me because I, I am not good at thinking on the spot. I think we tried to do it once before, unprepped, and it was an absolute okay. nightmare. So yeah. we learned our lesson. Yeah, absolutely. We learned our lesson. Now everybody comes with a little, little notebook, a little, little diary. A little bit of homework. Um, so Nadia, most unpopular food? Okay, well, my the way I thought about this is my, my opinion on on food is that eating out is overrated and I know everyone yeah sorry like blanket opinion there I just don't miss it at all um and I would have had to eat out a lot for work and it's often very underwhelming and disappointing so wow, I'm yeah. fucking dying to get into a restaurant. I'm just yeah. happy for somebody else to fucking make the decision to, yeah, to do it for it. me. Yeah. Take my plates away. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, fuck, I'm done with oh, loading the dishes. I don't want, no, sorry, I don't want to clean up after myself. If I could just have that part of it, yeah, fine. But do you not find that, well, I mean, I do. A lot of the time when you go out and you're all excited and you've ordered everything and then you get FOMO about what someone else is eating and then it just kind of wasn't great or it wasn't exactly what you were expecting. I just think it's overrated. Yeah, not missing it. Mm. Right. Sorry. Okay. Okay, fair enough. You're wrong, but okay. <laughs> You're wrong, but I'm going to give you that one. It's also um, too much grease. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Oh yes, well, yeah. Sometimes there is hidden hidden ingredients, shall we say? But that's yeah. why it's it's, it's tasty. Li- little enough, little tasty, little enough. Yeah, no, <laughs> in moderation, you know. Love it. Uh, most unpopular movie. Um, I don't like a lot of the the big old ones that everyone likes, like Pretty Woman. And what's the one with the baby in the corner? Don't the baby. Oh, I hate baby in the corner. Yeah. I hate oh, that dancing. Is that pretty, dirty, oh, dancing, dirty dancing. Yeah. No, I hate those kind of films. I, I just can't. I absolutely detest them. I don't know how people right, rewatch. Okay. And actually, on, on movies, like watch, watching things again and again, I generally can't really do that. Oh, weird. I can rewatch my fave movie. Tom, Tom, yeah, yeah, there you go. Good deal. Uh, most unpopular singer? Now, someone who everybody absolutely adores and I just don't get is Lizzo. <gasps> my last. <laughs> 
Oh. Lizzo, if you're listening, we are sorry. I'm so sorry, Lizzo. I know you're right there. I know you listen. You just edit, edit that bit out. You'll yeah, like, I just don't get it. Like, I'm literally conversation. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. She's that type to you. No, I feel like that. That's very odd. It, it just, maybe I missed it or something, and everyone was just quoting her, and I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And then when the song comes on the radio, I'm like, what is this shit? Oh, fucking Lizzo again. Yeah. No, next. Wow. Where? It's mad what people's ears hear. Yeah. Because I'm like that with Sam Smith now, the minute I hear Sam yeah, Smith. Yeah, you, you really I'm have like, an eye for him. Like. <laughs> for them. For them. Sorry for that. Yeah. I will not. Listen, I straight away change the station. I just can't. I can't. Sam it's, Smith has a very the, distinctive voice. It's the voice, yeah. It's just... Yeah, you always know when you say it's it. It's noise to me. I can't. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, most unpopular podcast. Please don't so, say this one. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but the unpopular. No. Um, mm. you know, I love I love true crime, and anytime you ask for true crime recommendations, there'll always be about five or ten that people recommend that are American women doing like murder stories, like my favorite murder. And yeah. I can't listen to their voices. I can't do it. It's... I'm the same with American podcasts. I can't yeah. listen to them. I'm like, no. Oh, no. God, no. I can barely deal with you on the telly. I don't know if I can deal with you on, on the podcast. Yeah, I think it's easier if you can see their face. But especially, I, I think it's especially female voices. And I'm sorry, that's terrible. But when you're talking about murder and stuff as well, and they're going... Like, oh my God, I don't know if, and it's just a lot of like, and, and I don't even know. And I'm going, why am I listening to something where someone's repeating, I don't know, for an hour? I, I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this in my life. I've never, so, I've actually been recommended to listen to this. My friend Jer loves my favourite murder, but they're his kind of, that's his that's thing. his thing. He's like, I totally know, and I love it. <laughs> like, that's the way we, me and Jer talk to each other when we're messing. Do you know, and he just, he loves that shit. But, okay, that's, like, that's the best. He just loves that, yeah, I suppose, I'd put, I'd pen you as a bit more of an intellectual. <laughs> idea, if that's me? Kind of, I don't think so. Yeah. No, listen, in saying all that, I'm like absolutely bet into the Real Housewives Beverly Hills most so like no <laughs> okay <laughs> not intellectual <laughs> okay not at all no no no, no. Yeah, but I think Expose what you're is right when I can when I can see the people it's fine but listening yeah can't. right okay very odd um most unpopular influencer this one always gets people people shit themselves at this stage exactly every time uh I I, I can't maybe Will that Will she? Will she? <laughs> Um, there's there's many that I I'm followed all the all the time. Uh, you can just go through my follower list there and see. But um, do you know? No, I can't. I wouldn't say anybody Irish. That that um that travel couple. It's do you travel? I had to the ones who are, who are doing like all the really irresponsible stuff. Um, oh right, yeah. Just just couldn't do it. Oh, her name is Gypsy Lust. That's her name. Um, yes, I've seen I've seen Gypsy Lust. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And I also really hate that name. And it's Gypsy, yeah. like, S-E-A-C. And you're not a Gypsy. And that's not what you, like, I don't really think you're using the word right as well. And so that, yeah, you're that, like, okay, you went to few places there. This is me off, <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you know one thing about influencer? You know how everybody, like, the popular thing to say is that they hate the word influencer. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm starting to come around to it a bit more because it is. It is what it is. It is what it yeah. is. Mm. I thought it was kind it of really trendy is. for a while. People to say, "Oh, I, please don't call me an introvert. I hate that word." And um, yeah. like, it's just words. Like you know, get over it. Yeah, and it kind of it's like you don't. Ha- it but, doesn't have to mean. But they're paid to like no more than paying for your company to have an ad spread in a magazine or on the telly or on the radio. You're paying somebody person to promote your stuff now some of them will do fucking anything and you can tell who's genuine and who's not but at the end of the day that's what they are and that's just the mm-hmm. name that they have for it mm-hmm. yeah. I suppose there you go I mean they'd have no issue saying that they worked in advertising exactly so mm-hmm. there you go most unpopular opinion well I thought I would keep it travel related um, yes I I have been so sick in the last few months of getting press releases about virtual travel experiences. And I read something today about future of travel and it, it was like, you know, how we've all got so used to Zoom and stuff, we're going to be doing these virtual um, uh, or like uh, virtual reality travel things instead of actually traveling. And I was like, now calling that bullshit out. Virtual travel is such BS. Like, you either go there and you experience it for real or what's the point? Don't do it at all, yeah. You know? I mean, you could just... virtual tours would be museum. That's what it is. Like, virtual tour would be museum or virtual... Now that nobody's in Venice, take this virtual tour around Venice. No, I don't want to do that. No. No, um, that's awful. Awful. It's <laughs> such a terrible idea. And I know that they... We're kind of stuck for a few months for ideas and what will they actually talk about to promote their regions, but it, it, I, I wasn't sold. Yeah. I mean, I want to smell the piss in Venice. I want to <laughs> smell the piss in New York. I want to smell the piss in London. Like, yeah, you know, that's what you want to do. You want to get in there. You want to get, get in there, get the nostrils in. Get smell down dirty. Pissy streets. Yeah, get involved. Yeah. Um, Nadia, you've been a pleasure. I think we'll have to get you on again once everything kind of, I suppose, reopens up and we can... We can see how it goes. You can tell us a few whack stories. Well, actually, yeah, I'll let you know what flying is like. I'm pretty sure that there'll be work trips coming in in the next few months. So we'll see. Yeah, and I'll come back and let you know. Uh, another, if you just, if you if you can, um, bring someone, bring me. Thanks. <laughs> just if you have a spare ticket. Well, you've loads of experience travelling, so you'll be at my perfect right hand <laughs> You'd be the first person that would yeah, come to mind. Yeah, that'd be fucking funny, ain't you? <laughs> What's your photography skills like? I don't know that bad. Okay. Now I don't use I don't use a filter, but if I put the <laughs> can, I can. I, I know what it is. I know what one is. <laughs> I'm not well. Use I'm not, I just don't. <laughs> use the filter. Okay. I'm not much for the curated content. But right, you're hired. <laughs> She's like, I will do anything. I'm a bit green. Do you know what? It might be fun though because I because I'm not travelled. I'll be like, yeah. Giving it from the perspective of a tick. <laughs> I think like we should get abroad. And then, yeah, abroad, exactly. Do you know what? This We need to pitch this. This would be a brilliant travel show because, you know, travel shows have always been a bit stuffy and a bit crap. But that would be, that would be a good that one. Be- <laughs> yeah. Letting Jen loose. <laughs> She'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. You do, you always get, this. actually a, a fella on TikTok and he does this thing, he does an impression of like an estate agent and like a travel show. Like, the beaches of the Amalfi Coast have always been, you know, like he does this whole thing. Yeah. And th- 
every travel show is the exact same. Yeah. So like, who needs something? Yeah, they, Maddie, mean, they let's do it. Let's I think, do it. yeah, right. Let's, let's talk. <laughs> travel. Maddie's like, let's talk numbers. Let's yeah. do this. You get your people to talk to my people. <laughs> let's get it going you're <laughs> they didn't know they wanted it but they wanted yeah exactly it's what they didn't know they wanted but they got unfortunately yeah. in the end so. it's, it's like that one you know the high is no it's not called the high low or maybe it is where somebody has a big budget and someone is on a tiny budget it's the irish one you've seen that exactly there you go I think yeah. it's on anyway ours would be like me having traveled everywhere and going to experience it and you being like what is, what the fuck what is this <laughs> <laughs> and the local mcdonald's is yeah. okay but no, just wanna just wanna the diet care. coke does not smell like chlorine <laughs> okay. yeah. fair enough fair enough yeah sniffing out the <laughs> exactly <laughs> a bit warmer here yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's definitely gonna happen. Nadia, thank you so much for coming on. Um we love you. Bye. <laughs> Thanks very much. Bye.